Hey everyone, welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach and your host for the podcast tailor-made for women who want to bridge faith and business to experience grace over grind, surrender over self-reliance, peace over perfection, and focus and fulfillment over frustration and FOMO. If you're wondering if it's even possible to do all that and still build a thriving business, the answer is yes. In this podcast, I'll bring you practical tips and godly insights so you can do just that. Plus, we'll have some great guests and a whole lot of fun together. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to pursue success God's way, let's get started. Do you ever listen to a podcast and maybe because you're an organized person like me, you love when they sort of give you a roadmap of what's coming next? I mean, listen, we all love variety, right? But I think in structures and I think in step-by-step. So I love when I listen to a podcast and it sort of all gels together multiple episodes. So I'm going to give you a roadmap of where we're going for the month of November. And actually, I'm going to start doing that every month because I have some specific things that the Lord has put upon my heart to really focus on in the podcast so that as you walk away from listening to it, you're getting really tangible guidance on what it means to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way. So we've been talking about the four keys framework for redefining hustle, and that is that God defines and directs us. And then we put that into discipline and in doing so that develops us. And it's a closed loop process for us as Christians and women of faith in business. And over this month of November, we are now going to be looking at what those keys unlock. And that first thing that they unlock for us is clarity so that we can walk out his assignment in our business with clarity. We started with how do we define clarity and how does God defining our identities, who we are, whose we are, what work we're we're supposed to be doing, what action to take and when, that when he defines that for us, we have clarity. And then over the next few weeks, we're going to talk about what, how does his direction give us clarity? How does us putting that into discipline give us clarity? And then how does our development give us clarity? And then we're going to tie the bow on it and talk about what obstacles get in our way to that clarity. So stay with us as we really dig into clarity and do me a favor If this is bringing you value, please screenshot this, share it on social, tag me, share it with a friend, and make sure that you're following this podcast on your favorite podcast network so that when a new episode drops, you don't miss it. And you following it and leaving review is fantastic for us in continuing to build the reach of the podcast. So I thank you for that. So with that, let's dive into the next episode. So over the last few weeks, we've been talking about clarity and the four keys that unlock that, define, direct, discipline, and develop. And this week, I really want to talk about tying the bow on this and ask you, along your journey, have you ever hit an obstacle? Have you ever been stopped in your tracks by a situation? Have you ever been spiraling in distraction or discontentment or doubt? And have you found yourself foggy 
or fuzzy in the midst of that? Well, friend, I'm here to tell you, you're not alone. And in fact, we really could expect that that would happen because Jesus told us in Matthew 6, 33, let me get to my, I'm sorry, in John 16, 33, I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Listen, he doesn't say maybe he doesn't say might. He doesn't say, well, if you go this way, you'll have trouble. But if you go that way, you won't. And I know in the Bible, and I don't know the reference, but I'm sure someone will tell me. (laughs) um, It says basically that the rain falls on and the sun shines on the good and the evil. Everyone is going to have trials and tribulations. But where we can take heart is that Jesus has already claimed victory for us. In fact, when I run into these situations in my own business where I'm feeling foggy and I'm, I've lost the clarity, like things are out of focus for me, I very often tell Satan that he can get behind me because my Lord and Savior has already claimed victory for me. So let's talk this week about what it looks like to overcome obstacles and what we can expect and how we can overcome them and how that gains us clarity. The One of the concepts that I was introduced to years ago through a coach in my network marketing business is this idea of clarity through contrast. You know, the Lord allows us to have challenges. He allows us to have trials and tribulations because very often it pulls us closer to him. It, it, grows and deepens our faith in him. It, it develops our trust in him. And it is through those situations that we're able to look back and see what he's done to this point, right? There's an Elevation Church song called Do It Again. And the line goes, I've seen you move the mountains and I believe that you will do it again. So when we have those, those troubles, those trials, those messes that end up turning into our messages and our the tests that become our testimony, it gains us clarity. Why? Because we have the contrast of the situation. Earlier this year, actually a year ago, by the time you listen to this, a little over a year ago, I started a full-time nine-to-five job with the Small Business Development Center in my local area. And I loved it. I was working with small businesses. I loved to do that. And it was a nine to five, which means I had to work really eight to five. And over time, I began to miss, even though I was working remotely, I began to miss the freedom that I had to being a full-time entrepreneur. And even though I loved the work, over time, I could feel the Lord pulling me to leave that position and trust his provision because it gave me clarity through the contrast. With the contrast of working eight to five, even though I was doing work that I loved, I realized the flexibility and the freedom that I had in being an entrepreneur and having the time to write and to record and to be available to my family and 
I had had that freedom for a very long time as an entrepreneur. If you read my story, if you download chapter one at my website, which you can do, just go to erinharrigan.com slash free chapter. You can see I was in corporate and then I, you know, got let go from corporate. And then I had my, my network marketing, multi-level marketing business. And I had a sense of freedom. I had time. I could create my schedule the way I wanted to. So in having that contrast of being in a nine to five world again, to what I had, it gave me great clarity to realize that even though I'm really good at working with small businesses, that I hadn't fully walked out what the Lord had called me to do. I had done it partially, but not all the way. And so suddenly I had clarity by going through that obstacle, if you will. And so the obstacles are there to give us clarity and to to build our trust and our faith. So I just want to um, read through some of this. This is this actually this section is chapter six of my book, Pursuing Success God's Way, a practical guide to hustle with heart. If you're watching this on YouTube, here it is, but the link will be in the show notes as well. Um, there is a story about overcoming obstacles and breaking the sound barrier. So Chuck Yeager eventually broke the sound barrier, but there were many people who tried to break the sound barrier before him. And every single time they'd get close, the rocket would start shaking. And what they would do was pull back, right? And when they pulled back, the rocket ship would explode. Chuck Yeager is the one that held on for dear life, sailed through the sound barrier. And on the other side of that, there was calm and peace and silence. And so very often in our businesses, our rocket ship starts shaking. It starts shaking because all the things that we've been praying over and working for start to happen, right? Speaking engagements or new clients or higher sales or whatever. And while that fuels our adrenaline at the same time, we have a little bit of like, oh, I don't know. Can I handle this? Well, the point is we can't because we're God's. And so we're leaning into him, right? But when that rocket ship starts shaking, it becomes an obstacle. And the only way around it, the only way to overcome it is to go through it. Because when we go through it, we lean closer into the Lord. And guess what that does? Like we talked about last week, it develops us for the next time. The beauty of pursuing success God's way is we're never alone. It's not fully up to us. We don't have to carry that burden. The world would tell us if it is to be, it's up to me. But you know that I say, if it is to be, it's up to he. Yes, we have work to do. We we have a responsibility to do work. We have a responsibility to take how he defines us and how he directs us and put that into discipline so that we can develop. But in the end, We are working to honor him and for his glory. So the thing that's important for you to understand in the obstacles around clarity is that things can get very quickly out of focus when we start reeling and drifting in what I call the three Ds, distraction, discontentment, and doubt. The enemy uses these three Ds to get us drifting off course because he knows that if we stay on course, and we follow what the Lord has given us to do, we're incredibly powerful. And that is the last thing that he wants, right? So he wants to get us distracted. So the Lord 
says in his word in Isaiah 30, 21, your ears will hear a world be- word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. When you turn to the right or turn to the left. And you'll recall that I used that scripture when we were talking about how God directs us and how his direction gives us clarity. But these are the enemy's strong weapons against us because he knows that even when things start to go right, he can slip these in there and get us completely tumbling off track. So let's talk about these three obstacles for just a second. Distraction is defined as drawing away or diverting as in the mind or the attention. It's also defined as a disturbing or troubling greatly in mind. Can you feel that? Can you feel that like, ugh, as as I read that? It pulls your focus. It takes the clarity and it makes it distorted. It makes it foggy. It makes it fuzzy. And here's the thing about distraction, and this is how the enemy uses it. It's not always bad things that distract us. Sometimes it's good things. Like we're posting on our social media and then we start scrolling and we're distracted. Or we get an email from a client while we're working on a project for another one and we go, oh, good news, more business, but we get distracted, right? It doesn't always have to be a bad thing that distracts us. But most often when it's good things that distract us, it's something that can feed our self-reliance. Like, oh, I'm really good at that. And that's really easy for me. It'll only take me a minute. I'll go do it. And then we're distracted from what we're working on. Distraction gets us spinning like a top. And you know what happens when we spin, we get dizzy. And you know what happens to our vision when we get dizzy, it gets fuzzy, right? Sometimes we see stars that dilutes our clarity. The second D is discontentment. And this is especially insidious because discontentment is related to coveting. Why? Because discontentment is a restless desire or craving for something that we do not have. It's dissatisfaction. And coveting is like, well, I thought I'd be here by now and I'm not there, but she's there. Or I thought I'd be at this stage, but she beat me there. Or they have this business, but I don't. Or they have these clients, but I don't. Or they have this success, but I don't. And we get reeling in discontentment when we're focusing on ourselves or we're wallowing in comparison. So let me give you an example. I recently mentioned that at the end of October, I went to an incredible conference called the Clarity to Courage Conference, put on by my friend, Avery Forrest. And I was watching the different speakers, none of whom I knew. I knew a few of the the workshop speakers, but the keynote speakers, I did not know. And what was fascinating is afterwards, I looked at their social media following and they all have a sizable social media following, yet I had no idea who they are. Now, that isn't about me, but what's funny is I wasn't the only one that didn't know who they were, and yet we're seeing them on these stages going, wow, I didn't even know who that was. So imagine who doesn't know about us, and yet we have this message. Imagine how God can put us in a situation to speak and to minister to and to have kingdom impact on crowds that have no idea who we are. But see, Satan wants us discontent. Satan wants us looking at that going, oh, they have a big following and I don't. Oh, they have that, they've reached that that achievement and I haven't. Or why, why are they there, Lord, and I'm not, right? He wants us in our discontentment 
because it stalls our effectiveness in doing God's work and what God's called us to do. And it, it inhibits us from seeing that our small acts of obedience actually have bigger legacy outcomes. So being content, by the way, is not settling. The world wants you to think that. And I have an issue with that sometimes where I'm like content where I am. And then like the voice in my head or, or I look around and the world's like, oh, no, no, you should be going for more. You should want more. You should want a bigger business. Your business isn't as big as that. Oh, you're settling or you're being lazy. Do you see how the spiraling thoughts happen? That's what the enemy wants us to be in. Discontentment is characterized by a feeling of I'm not happy with what I have and I'll never have what anyone else has because I can't see how to get there. It's ridiculous how he gets us spiraling. The third D is doubt. And here's the bottom line that you need to know. Doubt in its basic form is uncertainty and distrust of Jesus. Period, end of sentence. Yes, I said it. Send me hate mail if you need to. (laughs) Doubt is uncertainty about the truth. That's Jesus. It's uncertainty about reality, right? Um, doubt is getting us to step out of our obedience. And I had a great conversation with a young woman today and we were talking about obedience and, um, someone had done something, um, charitable for her in when she was in a particularly bad situation and she felt like she couldn't take it because she just was like, no, 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 I can't take that. But yet it was exactly what she had prayed for. Right. And when she asked her friend why she did this for her. Her friend said, God told me to. And so she went to her mom and said, my friend did this for me. And her mom said, you have to take that because if you don't, you're blocking her obedience. God gave her instructions. She followed through. If you don't accept it, then she can't be obedient. And then he can't bless her obedience. Do you see how that works? It's incredible, right? We don't want to block someone else's obedience, but if we're not trusting and we're not stepping out in our own obedience, whose lives and legacies are we impacting because they're not hearing from us? If we don't do the work that God's given us to do because we doubt that we're qualified, we doubt that we're equipped, we doubt that we can handle it. Well, first of all, the truth is we are equipped and qualified because if God's called you to it, he's given you the tools to do it, right? And we can't handle it on our own. That's why we have him. But if we don't step out, like who's missing out on our message or our service or our product that needs it? Whose future are we impacting by not being obedient today because we feel doubtful? Mm, Right? Okay. The last couple of things that I want to talk about um, are chaos and backlash. You know, when we start to walk out this hustle with heart journey, wait, let me step back and say, Doubt clouds our our clarity as well, right? Because it clouds the truth that that we are his workmanship made for good works that he predestined before us, right? So obedience needs and requires our action. Doubt clouds our obedience, which means it messes with our clarity. Okay, let me skip ahead. So backlash. So here's the thing. When we start to walk out this hustle with heart journey, it's going to feel unsteady because it's countercultural, because this is not how the rest of the world operates in business, right? Um, People might kind of look at us funny or 
the the mind, you know, the voices that we hear might be like, well, what do you mean you're not going for that goal? Like you should be going for that goal. Uh, it doesn't matter what God said, like, come on, like be realistic, right? We're going to get backlash. One of the stories that I share in my book um, is that the people who knew me before I surrendered to the Lord and his definition of success see me very differently. And so I remember going to an event and I was just all in for the Lord and talking about the Lord and what he was doing in my business. But the way some people saw my business is it didn't look like it was growing the way they expected that it should be. But I was doing this God's way and God's outcomes just are different, right? And they said, um, I want the old you back because they were uncomfortable because I was doing something countercultural and I guess I wasn't being coachable in their eyes, but that's because I was surrendered to the almighty coach, right? So sometimes don't be surprised if that happens as you're walking out this pursuit of success God's way that, that there is pushback and there is backlash um, because not everybody can see what we can see when we're seeing through God's eyes and God's eyes are the utmost clarity, right? But see, the enemy wants us sort of reeling back on our heels and not following through with that clarity. And again, what I said earlier is that the Lord allows these challenges sometimes to test our faith. Um, sometimes just because he allows it to, to grow us and to provide that clarity through contrast, like we talked about other uh, earlier. But remember that even as this chaos and backlash and this distraction and discontentment and doubt get us fuzzy and unfocused, right, and messes with our clarity, that ultimately we have the mind of Christ. Paul tells us that. And therefore, we can look at the situation differently. We can react to the situation differently. We can respond instead of react. But where does it all stem from? We have to be in the word. Remember earlier this month, we talked about discipline. And that part of that discipline is being in the word and knowing the Lord. Knowing how the Lord defines us and directs us takes spending time with the Lord. And so when you have those moments, I had one the other day, get to your knees or me face down on the floor. I think I told you guys this last week, face down on the carpet, just letting my mind run wild until the Lord could calm it. Remember that in this world, we will have trouble. There's no question. It will be there. It's going to get fuzzy, right? It's going to get loud and noisy. It's going to get foggy that we can regain clarity and overcome these obstacles by being anchored in the Lord. Here's what he says in Psalm 37, 24, though he may stumble, he will not fall for the Lord upholds him with his hand. The Lord upholds him with his hand. I love how this is described in first Chronicles 29, 11, and 12. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens and the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord. You are exalted above all. Both riches and honor come from you, and you rule over all. In your hand are power and might, and in your hand 
It is to make great and to give strength to all. So the comeback is possible. Overcoming the obstacles is possible, but it starts with understanding that they will happen. So maybe everything's going perfectly in your business right now and you've got clarity. I am not encouraging you to step through this and think, when's the other shoe going to drop? No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is just be aware and be prepared so that you can laugh in the face of the enemy. And you can say, Lord, this is all yours and I am all in for you. Notice that in Psalm 27, 23, it doesn't say if we stumble. There is no if we will stumble. And yet we are never permanently grounded. There will be setbacks. There will be comebacks. The question is, are we willing to surrender what our comeback looks like in our mind to what he has in store for us? Are we willing to gain clarity of what he has in the comeback? Are we willing to do that? And are we willing to understand two things? God's will will never take us where his grace cannot keep us. His will will never take us where his grace cannot keep us. And he loves us too much to leave us where we are. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. If God is for you, no one can be against you. It may feel like it. You may be feeling those arrows coming right at you. But I promise you, if you tune out the world and tune into God's truth, you can turn up your focus and regain your clarity. I hope you have enjoyed us talking about clarity this last few weeks. And I want to encourage you to go back through the show notes because I had a number of free tools that you can get at my website. So don't miss that. And if this brought you value, do me a favor and screenshot it and share it on social media and tag me or share it with a friend. And be sure that you're following the podcast on your favorite podcast network because then it will be delivered right to your network that day. And um, I don't want you to miss an episode. We're going to be going into December. I'm going to actually be sharing with you some of my top episodes from the last three years in the month of December and taking a little bit of a break on live recordings. But um, I really want to know how this struck you, this, this whole concept of clarity and what that looks like. And I would love to hear from you. So DM me, share this on social, all the good things. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast. I pray it brings you value as you build a thriving business with God as your most powerful business partner. Remember to check the show notes for my free tool that I mentioned in today's episode. I get so excited to see your shout outs to the podcast on social media. So when you screenshot and share them, please be sure to tag me and definitely follow me on social at the links in the show notes. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of pursuing success God's way in your business and that it will produce much fruit and impact his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. 